killers, murderers, decoding the crime verse. 911, what's your emergency? An honest man has nothing to fear, so I'm trying my best not to be afraid. Welcome back to another week on Decoding the Crimeverse. I am Danny, And I am Nolte Lee. And this week's topic is something very interesting, if you haven't figured it out from the title. Let's just say, this man is what every criminal aspires to be. Yeah. He made it. He... I don't even understand how he, how you can be so good at being a criminal. That sounds so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think every week we go, this is the guy. Like when we did the Zodiac, you know, we're like, we, this is the guy. No, we but should really rank the them. Guy. We should make we a should. little ranking system. Yeah. <laughs> because, wow. But this man. Okay. Today, we are going to be talking about... Frank William Abignell Jr. And if that name is not extra enough, <laughs> he was a con man, an imposter, a check forger from ages 15 to 21 years old. And he now works as an American security consultant. Okay, let's just talk about that. So this guy, like what, how do you take your crime and turn it into your career because that's what this man did here legal yeah career yeah he literally was like fraud 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 doing fraud the whole time and then afterwards he was like i'll teach you guys how to deal with fraud and they were like yes he literally robbed millions got yeah. away with millions and now he helps catch other people <laughs> who are doing the same thing. I mean, this guy is very interesting. If we look at Frank William Abignale Jr., he was born on the 27th of April, 1948. Quite a while back. He's, he's, he's grey now. He's not, <laughs> he's not the 16-year-old boy he used to be. I don't think he ever was, but... He's not the 16-year-old boy he used to be. Um, to a French mother and an Italian-American father. And he spent his first 16 years of his life in New Rochelle in New York. And that's when he ran away. Yes, because his parents actually separated. Um, and that's when he started his love of crime. Yeah. And he, first of all, at the whole age of like 16... You are committing such crimes that the FBI are after... Like, how? The FBI were after him. Did they catch him? Yes. I, I mean, wonder why this one... Think about caught. it. Like, at 16-year-old, when yeah. I was 16, I mean, I couldn't even drive anywhere without my parents' permission. No, yeah. never, no Let alone, <laughs> like, rob people blind. Right? We were still worrying <gasps> about... Kiddish stuff. This guy at yeah, 14 if my math stole three thousand two hundred dollars. Guys, this man. Fourteen. This man. Okay, and like the fact that he got away with it—that's also a thing. To be sixteen-year-old and yeah. you're getting away with such hard, like crime, like yeah. this. I mean, check forging. He was an imposter, a con artist, and we actually need to get more into detail about what he did. But like, let's look at his first crimes when he was basically younger. 
And his first crime was actually his father. Yeah. And what happened was his father gave him his gasoline credit card and told him he needed to go and pick up some stuff. So what um, Abignell did is he went and he bought tires and batteries and other car-related items at the gas station. And then he asked the attendants to give him cash in return for the products. So he bought them and basically was then going to return them yeah. for the cash. Um, and he basically then made his father liable for a bill of $3,400. Yeah. Because he just then took the money and vanished. Yeah. And I was like, at 15, at 15, imagine making in one day $3,400. And that's also in the 40s. Now imagine with inflation how much that is today. I don't know. I don't know the math or the inflation rate. I don't rate, know but why this guy would rob his father that he loved so dearly. But obviously, like, there were rough times at home leading up yeah, to the I, divorce. And I feel like, like, I think his father could have probably blamed him from the mom wanting to leave. Yeah. And so I, I know he didn't have the best home life. Yeah. But you to just snake that money from your father (laughs) one time this guy went to the extent of creating his own checks yes so then he starts forging checks at the whole age of 15 like how do you decide that i'm actually going to get this checkbook and i'm going to start making my own checks and then i'm going to start cashing them out this guy was smart, can I just say? Because he knew how the bank system worked. So oh, he yes. knew they wouldn't be able to catch him. And you know what? Like, the way he did it, like, and he, he didn't do one specific method. He actually found multiple, More. multiple methods. Yeah. So imagine the fact now you don't just have one scheme going. Yeah. You have a whole bunch of schemes going, money coming in, all that kind of stuff. The one that I think is the most... Um, actually quite funny yeah is he dressed up as a police officer and then because what would happen is you would then put your cash in like a little bag and then like you'd put it into this drop box and then the cash would basically be deposited into your account yeah so he put on the drop box that it was out of service yeah because a drop box can be out of service yeah like okay and it said give your money to the the security man standing there so people literally just handed him money and he just stood there. It was like taking the money. It's like literally stealing the people in the back not go, who's that guy and what's going on over there? <laughs> and, because... and then he'd check them in his name and then he just got rich and rich and rich. But he did say, I remember he said that he knew he wouldn't be able to keep up with it forever. Yeah. So he he would live his life to the fullest while he had the yeah. chance. So he's like, yep, I'm only going to be able to keep this up for like maybe yeah. like five years. So I am going to live my life to the max. And he really did. And one of the things he did is he actually impersonated a pilot. Okay. Now... Another thing with impersonation is he impersonated a pilot, a lawyer, and a doctor. Yeah. And he kept up the charade for long. You yeah. can't be dumb because people are going to start speaking in technical terms yeah. and stuff. So he obviously he did his homework and stuff like that. But I read that he went some he, he 250 flights. He got 250 flights for free. Six countries for free. Okay. All over the world. Now I love to travel. 250 flights. Okay. Because obviously pilots get free travel. I would give anything for that. 26 countries. And he used to just vibe there, have a good time. He even dated some of the air hostesses. That's what actually got him in trouble later on. (laughs) He never actually flew a plane. But like what he did was he stole a uniform, faked a badge, 
faked a pilot license and then people just let him on the plane. I would, uh, I read what? that he would actually be, obviously you have to be in the cockpit with the pilot. Mm. And sometimes they'd say to him, fly. And then he literally said that he'd put it on autopilot and pray the plane didn't go down. Guys, imagine. Like, at imagine. this point, it's not only their lives, it's your life as well, because you're like, if this thing goes down. Exactly. But the thing was, now, it wasn't just free flights. Because he worked for the airline, yeah. when he got to these countries, he got free food and free accommodation. Yeah. And literally traveled the world for free. And I'm guessing their systems also, at that point in time, weren't good. Because I mean, the then 50s. someone would, literally, this is what he did. He went to one of the shops that sold the pilot uniforms and he said, I lost my uniform. I need a new one. And then they're like, come, let us give you a uniform. I'm like, do they not go with your pilot license? Who do you fly with? No, they were just like, oh, it happens all the time. Go to the back and pick one. Another reason he chose this profession to impersonate because it looked more... He looked more like respectable when he yeah. went and cashed his fake checks. Like, yeah. Who's going to question a pilot? A pilot, yeah. Who is going to question a pilot? You know, I mean, because pilots, I have mad respect for them. You have that many people's lives yeah. in your hands. Yeah. You're like flying, like, I mean, so who's going to question a pilot when they come and hand in their check? Yeah. No one. And apparently also, as a young boy, his hair age was gray naturally like the the roots so people naturally assume he was older he's old and if you actually look at a photo of him he looks old no but for real if we discuss this man's appearance he looks at like the 30. age of 16 he, he looks, looks 30. 30 so like and not not a good 30 a bad 30 at that but like yeah like, he was 16 and he looked like someone's father we asked someone, how old do you think this person is? They said, like, 35. No, no 16. <laughs> so it was easy for him to impersonate and also to start speaking to these other things. What I don't understand is, yes, he looks older. But um, I think for older people, there's a certain maturity level that they can pick is, up. Like, did they not, like... Was his, did he have his voice broken at a you very know, young what age? I mean, like, what happened? My brother's voice only broke when he was, like... 16 like yeah like how did he pull this off i don't understand but this guy was aging from from like the beginning this guy was aging way too quickly and then from an airline pilot he goes to a physician a whole doctor yeah a whole doctor he scammed his way into running a department in the hospital. Yeah. Imagine you find that out. This man was a con artist and he was looking after you in the hospital, guys. I would freak. That would, I would be freak. really scary. And the reason why he stepped out of that was because a baby almost died. Yes, and, and at that point, he's like, he didn't no. know what to do. Yeah. He didn't know what to do. And they were asking, what do we do? What do we do? And he was like, ah, I'm, I'm not a real doctor. Uh, I'm just, bye. <laughs> <laughs> came back. Yeah. But, like, they trusted him so much. He had so much knowledge of, like, terms and how to speak. Yeah. Like, with the proper terminology and stuff like that. I mean, he literally was running a department yeah. in a hospital. Like, you don't just get there. Yeah. He, he even, he, I remember he also scammed his way into being, like, a teacher yeah. for a time. And even a lawyer. A lawyer. I mean, he even passed the bar. No, but legit, legit. By himself, he passed the bar. He, he, bar, he tried eight. Scam. He tried eight times, but he actually passed the bar. Yeah. You know how clever you have to be, yeah. especially being that young. I yeah. mean, my my friend is busy studying to be a lawyer. It's not easy. Yeah. Okay. To pass like pass the bar when he actually hadn't been to any of the lectures or university just by doing the 
homework and reading the textbooks himself was able to pass. Like, that's insane. Yeah. And the only reason he had to stop... I mean, he said he never actually worked on cases. He was more of like an errand boy, fetch me coffee. Because you do start out like that yeah. when you start as a lawyer. Yeah. Um, the only reason he had to stop is because he had claimed he went to Harvard. And then someone who was from Harvard, Harvard kept yeah. asking questions. And then stuff wasn't adding up. And then they were like... Mm. I don't think this guy is like. Uh, did you real. really go to Harvard? You know, <laughs> what's it called? What was that? Show? Suits where Mike. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is literally this Suits, is what happened. Yeah. Um, um, where they were like, this guy did not go to Harvard, but he was at least at smart. least in Suits. Mike didn't actually do the bar. This guy did actually at least yeah do that. But still, like I mean, a lawyer, a physician, and a pilot scammed through all of this, got all this money. And then, does he also not have a prison break? What more? This guy do you is want? like, it should have been his career. I think if I caught him, if I was go. the FBI agent, I'd be like, go do what you do best. Oh no, he escaped out my house. How did Where he did do he that? Go? The files burnt in the file room. There was a flood. <laughs> that was natural damage. <laughs> Because, like, this guy is too brilliant to keep behind bars. No, no, but can we talk about this prison escape? He escaped prison. Now, I'll explain the story afterwards. He escaped prison with two, because of two business cards. He used two business cards. And that's how he escaped from prison. Please tell me how, how you can be that epic. That you can escape from prison. This man's life. Because you have two prison, you have two <laughs> business cards. What? What uh, do the cards say? No, he's legit. He's got business cards. He has. He has business cards. Okay, cool, cool. No, Let him go. Well, what happened was in the seventies, the prisons were put known for their shaky, shaky treatment yeah. of their prisoners. So they were sending in investigators undercover to be like, okay. It is actually, this prison's okay. They treat yeah. their prison as well. And he heard about this. So he's like, hmm, I'm going to use this. And when he got to prison, well, it was fortunate for him that the person he was traveling with forgot his papers. Yeah. So he gets put in prison. He then phones up his girlfriend. He's like, do you have this business card for me? Yeah. And she goes, like, I need you to do this. Change some phone numbers. And the phone numbers off to a mall pay phone. Okay. <gasps> She comes, she gives him the business card, and then she also gives him another business card of an FBI yeah. person. Anyway, a few weeks later, he goes to the prison warden and is like, Hi, oh, guys, I'm an, impo- I'm an investigator. And they're like, we knew it. We, we guessed it. They, <laughs> they thought, because he didn't come with papers, yeah. that he was one. Anyway, they're like, oh, we knew. And he goes, I need to have this conversation with this FBI. He gives the FBI card. He sees yeah. it's legit. He goes, okay, cool. And they phone... The phone numbers, but it's to a mall phone. And yeah. who's standing there? The girlfriend. Oh, And wow. she pretends to be the secretary. Sure. And she's like, of course we can put you on the phone. Of course, of course, of course. Anyway, he hands the phone to Abigail. Abigail's just having a nice chat with his girlfriend. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, this FBI guy and I, we need to meet up. You know, we have urgent stuff to, to matter. So the prison warden's like, okay, cool. So then the girlfriend, as the FBI agent, drives up to the prison and Mans walks out free. This guy, me I don't know. That is not the epic, most epic word. It's not, it's not a great enough word to describe like, what happened. This guy's life has been a movie from the beginning. Not even that. He even escaped out of plane. Yeah. He escaped out of a plane. He, he went, I don't know the full details because um, there's a lot of speculation. One people say he climbed down the toilet. Some say he got out the kitchen. Anyway, yeah. 
but he escaped a plane. He did it all. He did it all. There I don't understand. Nothing he did not do except murder. He didn't. Okay, yeah, he didn't murder anyone. But and but to top it all off, where is he here today? No, he's actually working with the FBI. Yeah, he owns a secure. You can go watch his TED talks. Yeah. This guy was a con. He got early release from prison to go work with the FBI. Oh, I don't know how brilliant you have to be that the FBI is like, we need you. We need you. Come, Uh, come out of prison. He served for all that crime. He served less than five years in prison. They're like, no, come. He starts training people at the FBI Academy. And then shame. He said he met the love of his life. And then she made him turn his life around to become an honest man. And he has never committed a crime since. Yeah. But he did it all. Yeah. He did it. And his oldest son is actually now an FBI agent. That's cool. <laughs> and he's not a con artist because we know the brains run in that family for scamming and I'm stuff. I'm sorry, but like we said, this is co- this was movie-worthy stuff. Yeah. And they actually did make a movie. A brilliant movie it's at that. Really, okay, first of all, any movie with Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. and Tom Hanks yeah. and directed by Steven Spielberg. You know you're in for a ride. But yeah. this movie is absolutely brilliant. brilliant. And we actually want to talk about some of the movies versus reality. Yeah. Um, so this is sort of a movie review, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, the film is called Catch Me If You Can. It was released in 2002. Please watch it if you haven't Please watched do. it. It's, it's actually brilliant. so good. Um, as I said, Tom Hanks starred in it, Leonardo DiCaprio started it, and it was produced and directed by Steven Spielberg, and it was actually nominated for two Oscars. Why it didn't win the Oscars, I don't understand no, I also don't what understand. was going on there. But um, at any point in time, this guy could have gone in and impersonated the top um, person <laughs> in the Oscars and given himself this honestly, Oscar. He honestly, really could have. But... So, obviously, movies, we get stuff right, we get stuff wrong. Yeah. So, the stuff that they got right, so um, he does work with the, with FBI, the FBI now yeah. after he got arrested. Um, and he actually still friends with the FBI agent that um, was on his case. Yeah. So, his real name was Joseph Shea, but in the movie, it was Carl Hanratty. And the reason why is that Joseph Shea actually said he didn't want his name in the movie. So, that's why they changed it. Yeah. Um, so, Leonardo DiCaprio plays... Um, Abignale and then Tom Hanks plays the FBI agent. Yeah. Um, and apparently the scams were so like accurate because Spielberg said he wanted it to be as accurate as possible. Obviously he couldn't do it completely, yeah. but he said he wanted it to be mostly correct. So they did their research. They actually got him in. I know Leonardo DiCaprio actually spoke to Abignale yeah. and stuff like that. So they could make it as authentic as po- and I appreciate that. Yeah. As a crime p- person, I appreciate when That's the stuff is... Back even, even with history movies, I appreciate it when it's done accurately. Yeah. I can understand you can't always get everything in. It's yeah. just a thing, but I appreciate the effort. Yeah. Um, and apparently in the movie, he cons an escort. Apparently he did do that in yeah. real life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but unfortunately, they did get some stuff wrong. Yeah, so he didn't escape from the toilet, as you said. In the plane. Um, in the plane. Although that scene in the movie was epic. I'm it was gonna... epic. Because like, and then they knock down the door and he's not there. And they're like, where and is then he? the FBI is even trying to get through the toilet. Yeah. It's quite funny. <laughs> it's quite funny. Um, and then the second thing is he didn't go home after the escape. So what happens in the movie is that he jumps out of the plane. The FBI agent looks outside the window and sees this guy running. Yeah, because uh, in the plane, the FBI agent told him that his dad died. Yeah. And then he that's when it comes kind of like it like 
completely Messing frazzles him, him yeah. and he like gets off the plane and goes to see his house and he just sees his mom or someone with the there new family with the new family yeah but in true fact he actually never saw his dad again the dad plays a big part in the movie but he actually never saw his dad again yeah. after he left him after all calling those him meetings out of, that yeah. they have those so that was all fiction um, and then he actually was rearrested in Montreal. Yeah, because um, he, he didn't go home. He went to Montreal, which is in Canada. Yeah, and then and then Carl Hanretti um, was agent. not the only person. There were many other agents on this case. You could imagine how they were like scratching their heads. Do you then, as the agent, go? But guys, this was a kid the whole time, and we like took years. To My find thing is him. right. If they caught him at sixteen. Would he have actually been tried as an adult? Or would he have just gone to juvie? I think he would have. Because at that point of his life, he wouldn't have stolen millions yet. But also, he wouldn't that have committed true. as many crimes yet. And then being an only child, he wasn't an only child. Yeah, so in the movie, they said he was an only child. Yeah. But he actually had siblings. Imagine that your brother is out there. If my brother didn't send me money, I'd be so I'd be so. Touched. If he didn't take me Please. with him, 26 countries... I would be so if angry. my brother left and then I found out he was doing these things. I'd investigate him if he wasn't bringing me along. Uh, my brother wouldn't survive if he ever <laughs> came back. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, he was actually in the movie. They said he was on the FBI's most wanted list. Actually, he never made the FBI's most wanted list. Yeah. He was obviously wanted, but he wasn't. They, I also, I googled that, and apparently, it was a, because he was a white collar crime. It wasn't yeah. considered big enough to be on the wanted list. You have to be like violent, violent, violent to yeah. end up on their lists. And then he actually, so in the movie, he almost gets married to Nurse Brenda. Um, they have this whole relationship, but actually it was an air hostess and he never said he got engaged because my guy was literally like 16. 16. Yeah, he was well, What are you going to do? Get married? Like, <laughs> Where are you going? <laughs> what? No, no thanks. Um, like we said, he never saw his dad again. Apparently there was exaggeration, but yeah. there's always exaggeration. We try to make it's a, a movie. movie. We try yeah. to make people on the edge of their seats. Um, and he wasn't... What happened was in the movie was that he was tracked down by an, the FBI agent in France. And then the guy who Tom Hanks plays convinces him to hand himself in. But it was actually because of all his womanizing that he <laughs> ran into a flight attendant that he had worked with before. Yeah. Or he had dated before. And she turned him in. Imagine <laughs> that. I trusted you. You're going to jail now. Shame. That's so funny. That is funny. <laughs> this... This guy, this movie, this... I think the first time I watched the movie... Because I'm very interested in movies that are based on a real-life story. Uh, And I went, like... Uh, not even 10 minutes into the movie, the first time I watched it, I stopped it and I was like, I need to find the real guy. And I was like, yeah. Then I didn't read much more on him, but this time um, I, I, I went into it. I actually watched the movie uh, quite a couple of years ago. Yeah. And I don't think I'd clicked and was about someone in real life until you brought it up. And I was like, that was a real guy. Yeah. <laughs> but like, he's like, what? I really. I mean, he did it all besides yeah. murder. I mean, yeah. he did it all. And the fact, what I think makes it for me is that he was 16. Yeah. I mean, I'm 19 and I haven't come close to achieving anything he achieved. Right. Okay, I passed school. That was my highlight. Man's traveled to 26 countries. His next step was like, the what? Americans were going to wake up and he was president. <laughs> How he did it? Because this guy did everything. Could you imagine? Like, I feel like he was the type of person to 
like con his way to prison. Yeah. But that's another thing with con artists. Like, do you know how skilled you have to be with talking your way? Like, because you, lit- yeah. you are literally having to just sell yourself with your words. Yeah. Imagine, like, the, the doctor one, selling yourself to such an extent that they put you as head of the department yeah. when you have not spent a day studying medicine. This guy could have become president, really. I mean, if he ran against any person... Like I, he he must have been the type of person that drew you in with everything he said. I would actually, I really would like to know his IQ level. Yeah. Because I feel like he's just off the charts, yeah. like Einstein smart. He just used it the wrong way. For the way. wrong thing. <laughs> um, Until now. <laughs> I mean, I know, but like coming up with scams, forging che- Okay, yeah. I know. That was the whole reason we don't use checks anymore because yeah. it was too easy to get forged and stuff like that. But yeah. to do that at 15 years old... That's a lot. That's a lot. Any of us at 15 year olds a lot. To be yeah. fake a pilot at 16... Who comes up? I'm going to be a pilot. Okay? I'm going to go and I'm going to steal a uniform. <laughs> I'm going to go and do this. I wouldn't... He faked certificates. And the manner in which he did it. I mean... Never mind I'm that. going to say I lost my uniform and then I'm going to That's go. my thing. And then... Think about this, right? I wouldn't even know where to go and find a, a picture of the certificate to yeah, forge. Where yeah. do you find a certificate exactly. from a pilot to forge? And it's not like they had internet back in those days. Yeah. He literally had to do this with his brain and with like what he'd read or like the small things he had seen on TV. Yeah. I mean, my man, if there was, we should have a criminal award show. Yeah. I will give you the prize. <laughs> Gladly. Without... <laughs> question yeah without question and guys really if you have time take your weekend go home and watch this movie yeah do yourself a favor it is it's brilliant. brilliant it is so good i mean i watched it the second time and not even one moment was i bored. I, a- I was like i actually want to go rewatch. i want to rewatch it i yeah. just haven't found time yeah but i'm going to rewatch this movie guys it will not disappoint we promise yeah yeah, so basically you need to watch that. But we are going to have the picture of this old man. I mean, the 60 Yes, please comment how uh, old you think that picture is. That, yeah, because he does not look 16 in that picture at all. Yes, yeah, so on our Instagram at Decoding the Crime Voice, we'll be posting that picture, a whole bunch of other stuff related to him. So if you're interested, please go and check it out. But from now till next week, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Like what you're listening to? Follow us on Gap and Twitter at ActiveFM, Instagram at ActiveFM777, and Facebook at forward slash ActiveFM.